Welcome to the Lakeland Sports Guys. Tom Carroll, Chris Cox. We've got the coach Dan Spivey. Uh, also, at the coach Stevens is in the uh, Stevens is in the house as well. He was perfect, guys, in most of the brackets. He did miss four. The one A's got him. <laughs> uh, he's not the only one they got. Oh, the one A's got him in the high school uh, playoffs as they begin. We'll run down some of that for you. We've got some news coming from Erskine and Lander as well. Where we'll get into that, and uh, we also have. News out of uh, South Carolina. They are bringing back a former assistant coach, interim coach as well. That's uh, got everybody talking here today, particularly this morning. And uh, it seems to be a good hire overall. So, guys, welcome once again back here at Howard's. It is Twice Baked Potato with a ribeye steak sandwich today as the special. And check them out online on Facebook. They do a great job of making sure everybody knows what is going on as far as not only the specials daily, but also what's happening, of course, over the weekends as well with the music and the local focal and everything else going on. Right, Chris? Yeah, I, don't, I didn't even check who's taking our spot here in a minute, but. They better get yourself on in here, or else I'd take it over. Well, Clyde's going to get rid of all this food yeah. first and foremost. I'm going to hold on to a couple of them. <laughs> I see a couple of boxes. Slide, I actually slide like, a so. couple of boxes under the table. Mm, well, yeah. yeah, we got the tablecloth for that. All right. Well, let's start uh, first and foremost with high school football. Of course, this week uh, they are going through, and the appeals to the appellate committee uh, are going through, and that's been kind of hush-hush. But next week, 22nd, we should know final classifications and where everybody is region-wise as far as – and they haven't allowed anybody to change regions that I know of. So so we'll be good after next week. Yeah, yeah so it should be good there. Um, it is also Thursday, which means got to find it. out what's going on with the coaching searches. <laughs> a lot that has happened over the good last Lord. three days for uh, high school football. Of course, Rock Hill and Marlboro County, they are now looking for new head coaches. I'm told that Marlboro County, he went to North Carolina school. He did. Um, up there, uh, just I think he went to Rockingham, which isn't far from there as well. Um, also looking at Gray Collegiate, they hired D'Angelo Bryant. And if that name's familiar, is because he was at Silver Bluff High School and the head coach that was there uh, over the past few seasons. And prior to that, he was at White Knoll and also played up at Wake Forest. So he's got a uh, uh, – distinguished career now he gets to go to gray collegiate and they are in 4a this year so it's going to be fun watching to see the changes that they've made there uh, as well and then greenville went and hired jay bo shaw who is the younger brother mm -hmm. of connor uh, as their new head football coach. So uh, he was at Wayne County before that. He was at Rabin County, and everybody knows him pretty much from Rabin County. He had a dynamite quarterback in Gunnar Stockton, who is now at the University of Georgia, and will be giving Carson Beck, a, I think, a run for his money this year at uh, the quarterback uh, spot. Mm. Carson Beck got the Lamborghini. He ain't touching Carson Beck. But anyway, the thing, the thing I love about it, we saw J-Bo. Yeah. When we went to Rayburn County, I mean, just his style of play is fun. And I think about Coach Porter and all the athletes they do have at Greenville. Look out. It might not be a whole lot missing off that tree now. This could be a very interesting hire. It really can. And what? This play calling is phenomenal. Did, did Connor have anything to do with, you know, because Connor does live in the Greenville area. Did Connor have anything with J-Bo putting in for the Greenville job? That would be the question in my mind. Come on, bro. I Come think J-Bo was probably on. waiting for something in the Greenville area to open up. I mean, now we got two of them. White Knoll, or not White Knoll, but uh, Wade Hampton has also opened up. Wade Hampton and Greenville. So well, and Gaffney will be opened up after next year. So That'll be a hire. You yeah. talk about a who's who of everybody yeah. going to put in for that job. You see Greg Porter with Gaffney. I see him oh, two years Lord. a year at, at Lawrence, and then off to Gaffney he goes. <laughs> mm. That may be a possibility. But I think Gaffney will probably hire from within, correct? I think. More than likely. 
So we'll see where that is. But the biggest uh, one I, we made mention of, Wade Hampton, five seasons, Travis Miller was up there. Now he goes to be the AD over at York High School. He's going to have all the money he wants. <laughs> um, and they're building another high school up there because uh, of the overflow at, at York and Fort Mill. So, um, you know, it's, it's – uh, is becoming football town USA for a reason uh, as of right now. There's also news that they have decided on a coach at Gilbert High School, and they should have a press conference, I'm told, in a week or two to announce who that hire is. Got to wait a week, man. Come on. Yeah, it might be Monday. <laughs> might be, got got to be get Monday. the contract finalized. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, hey, there are a couple of good coordinators on that team, so I wouldn't be stunned if it's not the offensive coordinator on that team. Right. Chad, Chad Lee Park was a, was a yeah. great coach. And then we had a couple of guys that did go ahead and make their commitments, and it surprised me. Cam Durant uh, went ahead and signed his letter of intent to play at Limestone. We thought he might be coming to play rugby here at Lander. We, we tried to convince him to do that, but that wasn't, wasn't the case. We also heard that he might be going to North Greenville for a long time. I still, man. Cam, Cam's one of those – I guess football was what he wanted to play, but when we did talk to him at Touchdown Club – he was kind of dead set on Lander for rugby for real, and he's got that build to him and the speed that it takes. But, you know, Limestone's slowly starting to get some Lakeland players on that team. And uh, with the right coaching, they're going to go. They're going to be a pretty good team to deal with this year. Yep, and then uh, K.J. Morton, also from McCormick, he signed his Leonard 10 going to West Virginia State. So going up there in the hills and the snow. Now that's yep. them hills for real up there. In the coal mines. To go along with it. Always uh, a lot of fun going back through, and we'll keep an eye on the coaching searches uh, for the 23-24 high school coaching changes that are going on. But just to tell you, the jobs that are still open, we're still looking for Bishop England. Don't have a job there yet. Uh, Gilbert, uh, I made mention they're going to announce a hire here shortly. Lugoff Elgin's looking for a coach, Marlboro County. You've got Rock Hill now that is in the mix. Um, Silver Bluff with D'Angelo Bryant taking the mm-hmm. great collegiate job opens up. St. John's, that job opened up back in what, the beginning of January. January. It's been a while. Yeah, it's so been a while. we should be hearing something from them soon. Also, Wade Hampton of Greenville just opened up, and Wagner Sally's Willie Fox. Um, Willie went ahead and he moved on. Uh, uh, as well, didn't he go? Thought he went to yeah. He went to Swansea. Swansea. Yeah. So I saw their schedule this morning. They got a pretty good schedule at Wagner Talley. Fun. So we'll I, keep an eye. I out. look for Bishop England to go out of state. I bet you their coach would come either from South Georgia or Eastern North Carolina. That's just my humble feelings. Maybe. I think we'll have three more by next week. I'm serious. Oh, every, every time we think today, every, every time we have so we thought we had filled a coaching, you get two or three more to just. <laughs> I don't want to coach anymore. So. All right. Well, let's bring in a man who is no stranger to baseball and, and uh, probably leading the best program I would say here in the Lakelands um, with the American Legion Post Twenty Baseball, and that is Ty Vines. Uh, yeah, we've got a headset here for you, my friend. <laughs> don't be Mike shy at all. So. Uh, you look at Clyde. Clyde's a little Mike shy, but that's you know we'll Clyde's get him on got one day. To do, we'll get him on one day. Yeah, a little more. But uh, American Legion Post Twenty Baseball, the athletic director Ty Vines joining us here on the Lakeland Sports Guys. Ty, glad to have you here again, man. Thank you, man. It's uh, it's an honor. You know, <laughs> Always fun. Base, baseball, well, American Legion baseball is just a passion of mine. So. Um, like to help the young people around here. Yeah. Well, and you got some great baseball programs uh, involved, uh, mainly three high schools, and you go outside of the county. Got a couple high schools there as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Even went um, had several players from Saluda last year, and 
you know, if we reach out to Lawrence also, so, you know, hoping some Abbey Bill and 96 kids would jump on a little bit. Uh, hadn't seen them lately in the last couple of years, so. <laughs> Well, and the high school is all starting up, so yeah. you know they got about two, three months of a lot of fun, and then American Legion starts up. But big news is they don't have to wait to register, right? They can no, go ahead and get no, register no. now for American you, Legion. You can go ahead and register online, scalb.org. Just hit on the link or the tab and go through the things, and it'll, of course, it's on you and everything. So everything's taken care of once you sign up. And uh, we're already signed up, so <laughs> as far as the team right there. Two Good of them. Well, that's, yeah, that's awesome because that makes it a little bit easier on you. Oh yeah, and, and the rest of your staff that, that the kids are already in like that. So yeah, the technology is there. That's for sure. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Michael Riffsnyder. He's from the Newberry area. He's their um, administrator for American Legion. He has uh, really moved things along pretty well for for uh, for American Legion as a whole. I'll get you to move your mic up a little. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. And you got a new head coach as well. And this is this is what everybody's excited. When when you I mean we were he knew before I did. <laughs> and, and it was one in you know, when it finally did come out and you had announced it and, and Ryan Slack was gonna be and that the excitement here in the Lakelands for him and that caliber of a coach, uh have you heard of just how excited this community really is? Yes, um, and and the players. Mm -hmm. um, my son is at uh, Greenwood High, and uh, he hangs around the baseball guys a good bit. Of course, he's part of the program too. But uh, I said, he said, Dad, it's just the uh, the the guys talk about it all the time. So, yeah, it's um, and and of course, uh, I've had much support from the local people too, saying they um, how they think that was a good hire, and well. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. But, I, I, you know, the kids know him, and uh, he's got a good assistant coming along with him, too, that that, that the kids know. Uh, I can tell you that's uh, Derek Tietzort. Uh, they'll be helping him out this year. And we rode down to Columbia uh, about three weeks ago, I think it was, for the state meeting. So um, both of them very knowledgeable, of course, and they know the kids. So hopefully, hopefully it's going to be okay. I think it will. I think it will. Uh, the influx of talent that's coming through the, the Lakelands area right now, there's no reason we shouldn't be the most competitive team in the state to be able to get – if we get those kids out there. That's the big thing. But uh, that's the obstacle we will have to, um, I guess, overcome. But uh, getting them out there to play – you know, we play Monday through Friday. So it's not like we're tying up anybody's weekend. You know, you know it might be a Friday night, but – we start at 7 o'clock. We're done by 9.30, 10 o'clock, you know. So it's only seven innings, you know. And, and you know, and, and the concessions are great, you know. So I can vouch for that. That's <laughs> that's that's my pay. <laughs> <laughs> I work for hot dogs and hamburgers, so that's not hard. Well, well and the thing about it with Coach Slack coming in, and like you say, the, the players all over the Lakelands know him. And you, you probably going to get some players that are going to come out I want to be coached by that guy. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that guy's been where I want to go, and you know, yeah, okay. Some travel ball got so and so's <laughs> dad coaching them. Uh, I don't know about him. I I think I'd rather go over here and play these guy with this guy. I, I think it's we're gonna see a change. I think yeah, we're gonna yeah. see uh, a lot of the better players 
at all the high school. It's not just at Greenwood or Emerald. I mean, this guy's well-known in the Lakelands area. So we're allowed to draw some. Like last year, we had the pitcher came over from Lawrence. And we're going to see some more of that, I think. Yeah. It's just going to make us better. Well, there's one thing, too, I will say about the kids that play Legion Baseball. They'll say, Ty, I wish I would have came out there sooner. So, yep. Um, they have that good of a time. And it's very competitive. I will say it, and uh, I'll keep saying it. Just just remember what I do say, though. It is the most competitive amateur sport, community-based. Remember I said community-based in the nation. It's community-based because, you know, it's like the high schools around here. They could play this school to go over here and play this school, play that school, play this. You know, it's and these guys are, you know, 19, 20, well, not, not 20. They can't be 20, 18, 19 years old. So, you know, it should be the best of the best. Best of the best. So, and, with and Ryan, we've had and we've had JV teams for a number of years. So those oh, yeah. guys, the younger guys, see what's involved. <laughs> they know what's involved, and this is just another step up. And we were talking before we went on about, you know, you can go play all travel ball you want to, but somebody's got to pay for every tournament you go to. You go to Legion and you win. You can win district titles. You can win upper state titles. You can win state titles, regional titles. And even if you're lucky enough, you can go to Legion World Series. That's right. And that has been done by teams from Greenwood. So it's not like we had not been there and done that. That's been a lot of years. <laughs> but, you I'll, know, hey, let's do it. I went to the World Series this past year, and it is unbelievable. I'm telling you. Um, if what you see on TV is great, you know, because it is on TV. Yeah. So it's being – you know, it's great, but um, they do a wonderful job up there in Shelby as far as, you know, a lot of volunteers, a lot of volunteers. <laughs> but they do it right, and it, the place is packed out. It is packed out. And, uh, of course, we're only two years removed from, from the Final Four in the state. So, yeah. you know, um, and, and I wouldn't say that's the best team we've had. I will say that the – well, let me back up. That is the best team team that we've had the cause of chemistry mm-hmm. we've had some other probably better talented teams i guess you'd say but they just but didn't have the chemistry the chemistry of two years ago was unbelievable you know you had to lounge still you, you garden away uh, excuse me lounge at, at lander and then you we got a we had a three-year player carrot hodges is a gardener web now he's and he's blowing it up i mean he is bringing it mm-hmm. um you know, that's the thing too. You, you these players like like your uh, um, Garrett. They played three years in Legion. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to bring up any <laughs> bad thing about travel. I really don't. I don't want to. It's know, it's roll any yeah. uh, ruffle any feathers, but um, <laughs> it can be done with American Legion baseball. Well, you might not, but I will because <laughs> you know. I'm like you. I'm a Legion guy. I like Legion ball. When COVID hit, which hadn't been that many years ago, and all of a sudden all these players that were playing this travel ball, we got nowhere we can go play. Legion is sitting there. We're going to play. Now, we got you had rules and regulations that you had to go by, but you played. Yeah. And 
all of a sudden, some of these kids that had been playing, all of a sudden they come out and play a year at least. But wait a minute. I didn't realize this was what it was. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully some of that, some of those guys, now we know they're gone now, but, uh, you know, they come back mm-hmm. and hopefully we'll be, get some of these other younger kids to understand this is where this is just as good, if not better. Well, you know, I, I think it's better myself. But. I, I preach Greenwood all the time. I love Greenwood. You know, and, uh, of course, the area's around it too, but um, this is this is home for me. And um, I, I really want to uh, represent it, you know, with uh, with American Legion Baseball. And that's what folks don't understand too with American Legion Baseball. When And you see it with a lot of the other teams where the players all arrive in separate cars and things of that nature. That's where post-20, I think, has the advantage because it is a team event. It is, you know, guys travel together. Right. Um, yeah. You know, take a bus together up mm-hmm. there and, and uh, you know, eat together and things of that nature. Now, um, you know, and get in trouble together. I mean, I've had, you know, it's, <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah, but uh, all in all, I think with Ryan coming in and the, the standards that you have set, you know, you and, and Dale Kittles have set, together uh, over the past, what, 20 years has made a, the, probably the biggest difference in post-20 baseball. Well, I appreciate so, that. But uh, yeah. Well, yeah. and we're seeing the upgrades out, to, out at the field. So, yeah. you know, for a while there, it kind of got a little dilapidated. But through the hard work of the people at the Legion working with the county, we got some things done, and the place looks tremendous. I mean, I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to go out there and play. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, there's been some things done, that's, that's for sure. There's been a lot of things done. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see what's been done this year. That's well, what's going to be. We got, we got a new facial board on the old um, field house and a new roof on the old the old ticket booth, the old, yeah. old ticket booth, yeah. the coach's office, they call it. But uh, I don't think the coaches have used that. But there's one thing we got to get going for you, right? I'll get a softball field for you. <laughs> well, well, I was well, there was room you know, next door. We, we, we were hoping, and we said, you know, we talked about it, uh, you and I, one morning about, you know, get over there with the county. They're going to do all this stuff out there at the Civic Center, putting in more ball fields and all. Now, we got to leave the parking lot for Legion. I mean, there's got to be parking there, and it is. But go right on the other side of that parking lot and put in a girl softball, a regulation girl softball field for girl softball only, <laughs> and let the Legion girls play there. The nights that the Legion girls aren't playing there, that's no reason that the Civic Center couldn't have a under thirteen, or under fourteen fast pitch team playing. You know, help the community grow. I mean, grow this sport that there's so many girls getting involved with it now. And, yeah. Um, I remember back when mine played, I mean, that wasn't nothing. I mean, if you wanted to play softball, if you were a female and you wanted to play softball in Greenwood County, it was slow pitch. It wasn't fast pitch. It was slow pitch. And then you get to high school and all of a sudden, oh, wait a minute, I ain't played. This is a little different here. Uh, yeah, I umpired a little bit uh, of some 12 last yeah. year. It was, it was Actually, never done it, but it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty good. You know. Speaking of softball, you got Coach Timmerman coming back. I yes, um, so that's good. Looks like the whole crew, um, and that's that's a good thing. We're, you know, the softball is so diverse as far as the coaches. You got Coach Timmerman, you got Coach B Montgomery from Greenwood, 
uh, Sammy Day, uh, Robinson, excuse me, um, Dwayne Scott. I'm thinking he may be back. I'm not sure. Um, and then Malik Goodman down in '96 also. So good, good. You know, we get somebody Players from everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Now, statewide has has softball picked up this year. I mean, oh yeah, it was yeah. like only eight or twelve teams. Yeah, when we first started. first started the inaugural year, I think it was eight teams, and it grew like sixteen. Last year, I think there was twenty eight. Um, and I went to the state meeting for that just last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago to come on Saturday. Yeah, two weeks ago, and uh, <laughs> there's a lot more. I guess just because it's in the fourth year and it's, you know, you still got to get an organization going. This is yeah. a lot more vicious, I'd say, <laughs> <laughs> with, with the other coaches and uh, athletic directors. So, but, uh, but it was, it, it was a good meeting. It just, just like that guy, we didn't do this last week <laughs> in something when we had our baseball thing, you know, well, I guess, the, the, you know, it's been laid it for South Carolina American Legion for years. So now it's with the, I think this, yeah, this is the fourth year for softball. So, you know, it's still got a little quirk in the go, I guess. You Some know. growing yeah. pains. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> we, you know, we were so young last year with it. Um, after winning the state championship the first two years, um, should be back in there pretty soon with how young we were in the last two, last year. So, should be back in there pretty quick, I hope. <laughs> It's going to be we fun will. to watch them. I, it's, it's, you know, Stan is the one that got me turned on to girls' softball. So we, Hell yeah. We, <laughs> well, I've, we I've been a there. big fan of girls' softball for a long time. I mean, I had a daughter that played, don't get me wrong, and that probably kind of spurred it on some. But uh, They are more, much more spirited than <laughs> Yeah, they uh, – well, that's why I had to raise two daughters, and both of them played athletics. and. The girls and boys at the high school level are totally different. Girls will hold a grudge forever, <laughs> son. I mean, the boys, okay, they might get in an argument and and then it's over with. Girls, they don't. They might not argue, but you better watch out because they coming in cleats up next time. Yeah. You know, they oh, they can. very spirited, very, yeah. very spirited. Lots of noise coming from the dugout and everything. Yeah, they you know, they so, do which, a lot of great. cheering. They do a lot of cheering for everybody. And there's not not much heckling, I guess. You, it's no. just they're cheering for their own, own, their yeah. own players. So yeah. yeah, but I love it. You know, so it's all part of the fun that goes along with it. And, and having you know, you got softball and baseball going on. There's something that's happening. Uh, what basically every Tuesday and Thursday night, and then sometimes on Fridays and Mondays as well. So it's yeah. I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. Between yeah. all the fields, I mean, you you should be able to you should be able to go to a game somewhere. Now I got to ask you this because Chris and I have talked, and we want to bring a summer bat league in, and possibly use your field called the Green Greenwood Grasshoppers or the Greenwood Gorillas <laughs> or something of that nature. <laughs> that would be a possibility. I, I I remember the Independent League here uh, that they had a few summers. I think they played four or five ball games. Sort of went away, but yeah, um, I would I would love to have a summer independent team here. You know, pre pre was it semi pro or something semi-pro like that? Yeah, yeah. Pro, or a yeah. summer bat league or something. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Something. 
Yeah, that's where I grew up out on that field was watching those guys play, man. Just unreal. And, of course, now, you know, he's a big Savannah Banana fan, so um, they're fun to watch. So and just a oh, different well. style of baseball. It's like live golf. It's just fun. Don't even get me started on live golf. <laughs> I, I would uh, – I, I would some – I'd like to have a connection to, to bring the bananas here and play us. That would be fine. Bananas or the grasshoppers or the green jackets or somebody. We got a connection to Macon. Macon bacon. Which is the bacon, yeah, Yeah. because I've got that right here in this notebook somewhere. Um, I'll give it to you later on if you want to get a guy a call because he's been trying to get us to come to Luther Williams Field, which was built in, what, 27 in Macon? And he's like, man, y'all need to come down for a game and all this other stuff. And So that's exactly how this rivalry started. I'm a bacon. He's a – Banana, but I think the bananas have just taken over everything. <laughs> they're not even in. They're I, not in league now. So yeah. They were at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, these guys are everywhere. So, but yeah, we can work on that one for you, Ty. Yeah, yeah. But, but Ty, I can't wait for the the enthusiasm. I mean, I know T and I know Ryan both. I mean, I grew up playing ball with his daddy Tony, and I mean that enthusiasm level and that energy that they're going to bring is going to be off the chart. I'm, I'm and I mean, with the coaches we already have here, which is awesome with Coach Hyde, Coach mm-hmm. Baker, um, how, how much do they help you with this thing? A good bit? Um, or, they yeah. you, or they just let you say, go yeah. get it, Coach? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think they um, they they, they kind of give the kids their option, um, but but um, they're big supporters of, of Post-20. Yeah. So, um, they, you know, you, you see them at the ballpark. We're lucky to have those guys, like yeah. I said, and even 96 and in Abbeville, like you say. Um, I hated it because I heard again this year, I don't think McCormick's going to have baseball. Oh, really? Again, for the second year in a row, and that's a, that's a shame. I mean, I know you got cuts that you have to make, but I guess finding players, that kind of thing, just you just don't have it. So, uh, it hurts throughout. But, uh, yeah, we, we've been – Stan's got me even excited about the girls softball out there. So, and we got a good – we've been to a good many games. <laughs> so, it'll be interesting to see what you what you can field. And, you know, you're going to have the sport of Greenwood. And so, anytime you want to get something out there today, always come on back and see us. Yeah. And we hope you can win some more athletic director awards. <laughs> Oh. You haven't won enough of those yet, baby. <laughs> we, we need to get a few more of those coming to Greenwood. Well, um, I, I've, I haven't uh, really announced this because I guess it's sort of a um, plug of my own. I don't want to brag. <laughs> we will. We want you, you to brag. I'll tell you we what. Do. I'll take the headset off. You tell me, then I'll come back and tell the world. Um, uh, I have been selected to be on the South Carolina State uh, Baseball Committee. For American that's League good. Baseball. Oh, that's great. So um, they're just – they got one person in there that's sort of – I haven't, haven't officially been announced, announced. but they're – We know waiting, it's coming. Wait, waiting for this guy to sort of move, so, yeah. Well, we know what it is. You got your lawyer and your agent working out that <laughs> six-figure contract <laughs> yeah. deal. Probably, in your case, probably seven figures. But, you you um, remember when I said this is a passion? <laughs> 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 it ain't for the money, I promise you that. Because <laughs> uh, there is none. Yeah. <laughs> well, that means uh, gosh, that means you'll be busy in the playoffs system. If, you know, all the way through the championship games. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember when we had, uh, well, and you may tell us otherwise a chance of the championships coming back to Greenwood. Um, any near future? Because I mean, we hosted it. It's been a while. Maybe about ten years. It's been maybe a while. fifteen. Um, I, I'd love for us. Lander even maybe petition to 
have it here. Um, matter of fact, I think the, they said the regional is actually open uh, yeah. soon, pr- pretty soon. That would even be even better. Of course, yeah. the region, um, you know, and right now it's in Asheboro, North Carolina, the last few years. Um, there's actually less opening up now. Um, the benefit from it, I'm not sure. You know, I, I think it would be great myself uh, for well, Greenwood. Yeah, Greenwood would greatly benefit from it. I mean, you're going to fill up every hotel room. Every restaurant's going to be full. You're going to have people packing the Legion Field out there, and you've got a great facility. Let's show it off. Yeah. Show off the town, you know. Uh, You'll have college coaches and scouts coming in Mm -hmm. looking. Um, So it would be – and with baseball as big as it is in the Lakelands, and we all know it's it's always been big, and it's we might have had a few down years a few years ago, but uh, with the high school coaches that we've got now, they're bringing baseball back to yeah. to a prominence, and uh, people don't want to come and play Greenwood at Greenwood <laughs> or play Emerald at Emerald. Ah, they, them boys down there know how to play some ball. Yeah, uh, they definitely brought the interest back in this area. Those um, those coaches you mentioned, Coach Baker, Coach Hike, Coach Ellis yep. down there, ninety six, Coach Little over in Abbeville. He is um, he's 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 got some young players over there, but um, I think it's just a matter of time. He's he's um, he's going to turn that program around too. What we need to do, I need to get you in touch with Sam over at Dixie about getting some of them girls <laughs> yeah. on that softball well, team down here on this softball well, there's, team. There's there's a couple of base well softball also, but um, baseball. Uh, well, the thing is, that's Dan. Are they With out Dixie. of the district? That's Abbeville. So. Yeah. <laughs> that is Abbeville. They but have, now I know, they have I a team know, over there. I do now. know we did have one. Oh, we, we had several Abbeville kids. Kids that have come over it's and just, played. Just yeah. when um when Abbeville started last year or two years ago. I can't remember exactly when they started. Anyway, when they started, of course, the players that were already with us, with they us. grandfathered in. in. Yeah. Um, and, and now they have a program over yeah. there, too. So. Um, I don't think they pull a lot from Belton, I think, Belton Honey about there. Yeah. And of course Dixie and Abbeville now, so um but But does that post over there do they have a softball team? Post post two, yeah. They do? Yeah, okay. yeah. It is the it is American Legion okay. softball. Over yeah, there. well I, mean, I didn't know if they had a softball they, team they, or not. They sponsor. The, okay. They no uh, they don't do any baseball um, right now. Maybe they'll Come around and have a junior team or something, but um, matter of fact, Salute is having a they're, they're coming on board with his junior team this year. So, um, that'll, be, that'll be helpful. Well, that also mean they'll have a varsity team later on. <laughs> well, 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 they've got to keep. Yeah. They've got to get it. But and you know yourself, Greenwood has had post twenty baseball for how many years now? This is the eighty third, eighty third consecutive, consecutive years. I mean, very few posts can say that. Oh, right, yeah. And, um, yeah, Abbeville might have one this year. They don't have one next year. Or Saluda, yeah, you know, comes and goes. And much like Belt and Honey Path, I remember some of these from years past. I mean, you, these towns had them. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, they don't have them anymore. And I'm like, Greenwood's always had one. Oh. Why, why can't these other cities have them, you know? <laughs> Well, but that, that, goes back to, that goes back to the community, and it goes back to guys like you that are in post-20 that say, you know, this is part of our tradition. This is what we want to do. We need help. 
community, y'all come help us. We're doing what we can do. And kids, y'all come out and play. We're gonna give we're gonna give you the best that we can give you. And and that goes back to the coaching. And it doesn't matter at what level, whether you're playing the varsity or the J V, you're gonna get quality coaching. You're gonna be in quality uniforms. You're gonna be treated yeah. with respect and dignity. And you and that you have to give that back. But, you know, we're not going we're not like some of these Teams out here. As far as volunteers, do you need uh, volunteers at all um, for Legion Baseball? Always. You know, um, as a matter of fact, you know, um, you know, my, my family actually did the concessions last year. So, um, we'll, we'll keep doing that along with uh, Papa Joe Ponder. He, he yeah. helped us last year and his wife, uh, my wife and my uh, mother. Brother. Yeah. And brother, uh, brother yeah. and daughter yeah <laughs> just the whole thing <laughs> we did it but um yeah i mean it's always something to do as far as hey um you know we need the grass cut more often than one or two times a week you know we we need it three or four maybe even five times a week we want to get that infield fast you know mm-hmm. not and, and right now nothing against the county they've done a great job as far as keeping it up they have done a Looks really great. really good job it looks good uh, we just want to lower the infield a little bit. That's all. You know, you know that's one of Coach Slack's um, <laughs> things he wants to get taken care of, which, which needs to be done. Yeah. Needs to be done. So, yeah, you know, cut the grass. And we're gonna go. We got we got to paint that uh, facial board at the clubhouse. <laughs> 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 you know, um, Legionnaires, they do help some, you know, they, and they run the, the ticket booth. And, you know, they, and they, not only do they run a ticket booth at Legion Field, they also run it at the other venues that you have for your softball so, and yeah. your JV teams. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So. They, 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 they do, um, they, they run those. And then, um, you know, scoreboard, PA guy, you know what? Don't know one. I don't know one. <laughs> uh, they, they are hard to find. Uh, but they cheap because you can feed them with hot dogs and they'll be happy. <laughs> but uh, hopefully we'll have a little um, – Maybe I play over the air also this year. So working on that right now. Okay. Yeah. Of course, I'd rather you see. I'd rather you be in the seat, you know, <laughs> than listening on the radio. But that is an option when you. So we're just making away games and. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the one that I find. I think I've been been to three away games in what the twenty years that I've. And of course, we're always looking for show. sponsorships. So. Well, that uh, I can help you with. Yeah, that's um, that's on the. Um, Actually, there's a um, on our Facebook page. I put it out there the other day. As far as a, there's a letter and there's a sponsorship form also. And, but uh, if you know somebody, just shoot them my way, and I'll I'll get in touch with them also. Or you're more than welcome to call them too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're always trying to raise funds, of course. You know, because you know that's what it's all about. You know, these kids doesn't play a dime to play, so we get we got to get the funds from somewhere. Don't get me wrong, the city and the county. Have been very generous to us with grants, and uh, we, we appreciate them very much. So, and, uh, well, a case of baseballs doesn't come cheap. Oh uh, no, about, about nine hundred bucks. You know, yeah. That's of course you got to have the stamp on it, American yeah. Legion stamp on it. So, you know, and the patches for the uniforms and that kind of thing. Bringing in some, bringing back the tomahawk a little bit. 
this year. Oh, awesome. Okay. So, now we're now, now, I, now I, can, I can start wearing my old stuff. Yeah. yeah. It sort of, now sort of, um, sort of was kind of, I don't know, I wouldn't say fade, trying to fade it away, but and then uh, Coach Slack comes in and he said, I like the Tomahawk. Well, I'm going to support anything, you you know, you, yeah. you, I'm going to support you or your thoughts or opinions. So we're going we're gonna to Tomahawk on the sleeve and bring a little bit of the gold back to the uniform. So, to, well, to the, I bought um, a home white uniform, so it had a little gold trim to it. It was pretty good looking. Pretty good looking. It's good. So, looking shiny. forward to it. Looking forward to it. <laughs> We it won't be great. getting in to be here before we know it. That's I was gonna say it's, it's yeah. gonna be here. Yeah, uh, and I'm. It's it's an everyday job. Don't get me wrong. Every day I have yeah. to do, gotta think about something. But um, the, as far as when the season comes, it comes quick, and of course it goes quick. And uh, well, you know what? You're doing the same thing over again, trying to. What did we do wrong this year? What can we do better? You know. So, always thinking. Always thinking. All right. Well, you know, it, it's coming, as you said, it's coming fast. We want these guys and gals to go ahead and get registered. Yes. Now because yes. they need to be registered by what, beginning of May? If the, not soon? I think that's r- about right. Yeah, around 1st of May, middle of May, somewhere in that neighborhood, yeah. Um, I'd have to very much look. Of course, we want them to register before tryouts, you yeah. know, So, which will be, I mean, as soon as the high school playoffs are over, we go right into tryouts. So, um just with a short summer mm-hmm. around here, so you know it's um, it's hard to um, take any time off. Yeah, you know, so uh, yeah, yeah. Register org and it's all you gotta do is follow the link uh, or the tab, and it'll it'll take you like I said, it'll zone you, tell you what team you're on, and all that stuff. So or trying out for, I should say. Not guaranteed a spot. <laughs> and, and this is probably the cheapest season ticket that you can buy to any sport oh, event anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it, people, even if you don't have a son or any daughter playing, buy you a season ticket and just go out there and support. You will not spend your money any better, and I promise you. You won't spend what you spend to go to one college game, no. <laughs> even a lander game. You're gonna spend more than you can buy a season ticket for, unless y'all've gone up. <laughs> now, don't make me look like a fool, cause no. you know y'all don't have that seat tax and all that other <laughs> no. stuff they add to everybody else. Cash is king. So there <laughs> you go. But uh, yeah, we leave. Uh, we don't. We don't. And you can buy them at the gate. That's the whole yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. You don't have to send down. 16 different pages and fill out all kind of stuff and then get worried about Ty Vines calling you every other day saying, hey, I need you to send me more money. <laughs> you buy that ticket and they'll pat you on the back and say, come on in and get you a hot dog and a hamburger and sit down and watch a good ball game. <laughs> we think so. You know, we, I guess you, you know, um, as far as our concessions, I guess I'd like to say we kind of, Pride ourselves like Augusta, you know. We don't gouge yeah. anybody. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. it's 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 a family. It's it's built for a family environment. Yeah. You can bring your six and seven year olds out there, and not chase, spend a fortune. They can chase a ball, ball down, and get them a no, drink. Get them something free. Yeah, <laughs> free drink. yeah. Oh. Or we'll sugar them up. <laughs> <laughs> now I will. Uh, uh, a lot of this goes to Dale Kittles. Okay, Dale carried it for a long time, so I have to. Give him props for for um, 
actually helping me. Um, I, I was basically a spectator. That's how I got involved with Legion Baseball. I am, you know, a Marine, so, you know, I'm, so I'm able to be part of American Legion post-20. And uh, um, Dale, actually it was Coach Hamilton. Coach Hamilton said, Dale, I think Ty wants to get a little bit more involved. He said, oh, does he? <laughs> we can accommodate him. <laughs> so, I have bathrooms that need to be cleaned. That's yeah. what he tells yeah. me all the time. <laughs> it's, it's Ty, how about you doing what I do? <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, he's he's trying to trying to move in that retirement mode. I guess you'd say get away, you know, not not get away from ball in, in or post twenty. Just sort of have a little bit more time for him and his wife. Yeah, so go on vacation and stuff. <laughs> well, Ty, we appreciate you coming in, yeah, and man, filling us in. What's going on? I love with it. Post twenty baseball uh, right I, now. I appreciate we'll get, it a lot. Uh, we'll get you back close. I, I hope I didn't take up too much time. So, yeah. Yeah. I know I know I can yeah. keep on talking and talking and talking. That's talking. all right. We we can talk we can just talk, as long. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep going. But uh, yeah, do let us know, and uh, we'll try to keep everybody informed here. And, yeah. and what's going on? I'll keep you updates, and of course, cover, cover um, follow our Facebook page and on Twitter too. So. Yeah, oh. and that PA guy said he'd work for you again. So just uh, awesome. let him know. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Can I, is there a phone number I can call him? Yeah, you can call him. I'll give him to you. And, uh, <laughs> send him a thank you letter or something like that, an address and all that uh, stuff. Like I said, just, You're the man. Just appreciate that. That's been, you know, we, we do thank you. Yeah, we it's, really it's I have a, I have a blast. Those are those are our special times. Yeah, going along in there, and I've been trying to get Art to come back. Yeah, um, but he's involved with something else right now that uh, he's keeping kind of hush hush till the summer. So we'll see what what okay. he comes up yeah. with. Very well, I'm gonna hang out. All right, cool. All right. <laughs> I want hang it. out. All right, unless Coach Coach Roberts. Coming. Coach Roberts, you want to talk? <laughs> <laughs> you can turn me off. So, if you want all right. To. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk uh, about what's going on in the playoffs as far as the high schools go. We got a lot of folks that uh, uh, ended up playing over the course of the week. Of course, Cambridge and um, Greenwood Christian had their tournaments, uh, region tournaments, over the course. The ladies uh, almost made it all the way. The guys ended up winning their region at Greenwood Christian uh, as well. Um, Cambridge, uh, congrats to these uh, all-region players. You had uh, Andrew Wiley, Maddox Lee, um, also uh, Alex Cockrell, Julian Mapes, um, India Sutherland, and the old tournament, Addison uh Leopard, Izzy Sutherland, and the All Middle School Tournament, uh, Keenan Scott ended up getting that honor. To go along with it. So, uh, the younger brother of Oklahoma, yeah, of Oklahoma. getting involved. Yeah. <laughs> of Oklahoma. My coach is going to get up with his stack of papers that he's got because he only lost four out of all <laughs> well, of the coming. games that were played. So now he's got to get over and toot his horn a little bit. I, uh, I tried to take Slogan because I didn't even know the guy knew anything about basketball. I knew his wife did, but I ain't got anything back from him. But he and he and Coach, uh, you know, Jeff Coach, they do a good job over there. And like I said, I'm excited to see them in it because, like I said, you you start something back fresh again, like Cambridge that has been down for a while, to like get it back going. That's exciting. Yeah, Cambridge. By the way, they're going to be playing Saturday, 4:30. The guys will um, against Reagan Prep. Uh, in the 1A division, and Greenwood Christian plays tomorrow night. They'll be at the Sumter um, Civic Center. Or, excuse me, um, not the Sumter Civic Center. They're actually going to be at Ben Lippin ah. is where they're going to be, and they'll be taking on the PD 
to go along with that. So, uh, but you know, Sumter is just going to be. Uh, it's going to be. I mean, they're using Wilson Hall. They're using the uh, Civic Center that's down there. And I mean, it's just it's packed. It's your best mile of your time. Yeah, it is. So. And, it, you know, well, of course, my mom and dad live right across the street from Wilson also. I, I'm very familiar <laughs> with, uh, you know, Jim A, Jim B, and, and they got a third gym now that's out there as well. So should be fun. And then Lawrence Academy also involved. They got Charleston Collegiate and Wilson Hall, Jim B, at 5 o'clock. <laughs> On uh, on Saturday to go along with that, so you got you got some good. Lakeland's are well represented. Yeah, in the skis of league right yeah. now, so that's that's big time, big time there. Well, do you have? Didn't you say you had some information from us for as far as skis and where these schools were going to be going coming out of the high school league? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe I was dreaming. Uh, I, not yet. Okay. Maybe not that's yet. next week. <laughs> we'll see where it ends up. Um, Abbeville had a big win over Silver Bluff. This one, um, uh, what was it, 78? No, 89 to 79 was the final in this one. It went into overtime, as a matter of fact. And really, Abbeville defensively, particularly in the overtime period, ended up keeping them, holding them to what, about four points? I mean, they, they played excellent defense. All year long, they play pretty good defense. I just says, and I guess a really good Silver Bluff team. I mean, and now they get to. Uh, <laughs> Go down the road a little piece. and Coach, that's what I want to ask you about. Tom always bringing me to these message boards <laughs> that are out there. And that's one of the problems I think we have with McCormick and counting balls and shooting up blazes and telling. Um, we've already got it for Abbeville Great Collegiate already. If you, you read the message board, it said something about, come on and bring your tails on down and we're going to hang 200 on you. Yeah. Um, if you're a coach – how do you take the social media away from your players? Do you just say, I'm going to run you to death if you do it? Or if you be knuckleheaded, you know, I'm not going to let you play. Yeah, I think you, you first you educate them. Um, I'm a firm believer in bringing in people that are educated on that. and Because uh, uh, social media can be positive, very positive. It, it can be negative um, and just – uh, explain it to kids that someone's always watching and you know what you say you can't take back um, um, but I think you're gonna always have you know that could have been a I don't know what age person that was so you you can't really right I take all that with a grain of salt um, unfortunately kids you know, they look at it a little bit differently because they're looking at it 24-7. And that's yeah. part of our problem with our society now in that. But I think the best thing to do is educate them. Um, I know at the college level, that's a huge thing they do um, uh, through their communications and all what you say, what you don't say. And it still sometimes it it comes out not like you want it. But that's what we used to call bulletin board material. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, but when the players said it or another yeah. coach said it, it's usually. But yeah. these these are, you know, either fans, fans. Or, or somebody else that's saying and it. And that's what the players this. have to understand, that this is not players from the other team or coaches. from. This is usually somebody from the, within the community and just trying to get a rise out of somebody. And, it, you know, the coaches can only do so much. You can only teach them so much, and and you got to trust them and trust the kids that they're not going to do things. But 
we're still talking about 13 to 18 year olds, you know, and how easily they can be influenced by a friend that's not on the team, that's not putting in the sweat every day. But now, you know, obviously, it's some, sometimes it's parents that are yeah. the mm-hmm. obstacle. Yeah. Uh, I know, having coached at the collegiate level so many years, we didn't have that huge a problem. Mm-hmm. But I see that at the high school level, where there becomes some jealousy, and then mm-hmm. parents say something, and then another parent, and mm-hmm. now you got the kids involved, and you're trying to win games. Um, so, it's a it's a very touchy thing but you can't overlook it like no, you've got to address you've got it to, you've got to address it and you've got to stay on top of it yeah like I said we've had two games already in Lakeland's Kellen Ball and McCormick or the Sheriff's Department are both uh, cities jumped in and said no, Nobody, fans. no fans at the game no but that's like coach said you got to educate the kids that somebody's always looking and it might not be me as the coach or this guy over here that's the principal or yo mama yo it might be that guy sitting at the police station. Yeah. And if it gets going the wrong way, somebody can be behind those bars over there. Yeah. Well, we do have a couple teams that are going the right way. Greenwood Highs boys and girls each won playoff games for the first time, I think the boys in four years, and the girls has been longer than that. Yes. Um, I think you can go back to 2000, well, when uh, Coach Taylor was there. If I believe correctly, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know, game? but like Russ told me this morning or yesterday, last night that it was last time they won a game was 2006. Oh, yeah. wow. The boys. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I don't know that for a fact, but yeah. they did. Yeah, playoff game anyway. Where it's able to go on the road and win. Actually, in the 4A, they're the only three seed left. Um, but. Um, the region was so much stronger than the Aiken region. I mean, it mm-hmm. was just that our our league, our region was so much. Stronger. Yeah, the only one that won was North Augusta. Yeah, out of their region, yeah, so. and they're not as good as they have been. Now they're the good. Yeah. But. Well, it should be fun to see. Um, the girls have a long ride. They're going to South Point. They beat Aiken rather easily. Yeah. Um, South Point's a different animal, though. They uh, <laughs> they're coming back to the second round. They outscored their opponent by about thirty five. Right. Um, so, I mean, you've, you've got, uh, I, I'm not going to say a quicker team, but probably a little taller team. Yeah, yeah. And they play in a good league. So, uh, anytime you go on the road, it's going to be, it's always difficult um, to win. And then the guys, um, 61-50 was the final in theirs uh, over Aiken. And, and like you said, I wish they would have both played one night. Played, yeah. played a Tuesday crazy. and a Wednesday night yeah. to go along with it. Uh, but the guys, you know, when you look at, at where they're going, they're going up the same road. Yeah. Um, they're going to Catawba Ridge uh, in the process of all this. And Catawba Ridge, um, I don't know what it is about that <laughs> school. The football stadium's awesome. We've, you know, we've called snake the games that were there in right, yeah. the snake pit. But uh, the snake den, I guess, what, where, where like they're that, going yeah. up there. Um, I don't know much about Catawba Ridge other than, you know, they beat their opponent by almost 50, 60 points. Yeah. So. They're like uh, I would say they're probably twenty three and three. Um, I watched some tape on them this morning. Um, they got a good team. I mean, you know, they're in that league. I think with Northwestern, Rock Hill. I mean, it's a it's a solid, you know, a solid league. Um, our similarities are about uh, they they're probably obviously a little more skilled than us. 
But uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how we respond because they are a very, a very good team. Are they an older team than we are? Uh, a little bit, maybe. You know, I'm not. I'm not sure. You know, our yeah. our our team is made up of you know mostly, uh, uh well, obviously some juniors yeah. that are going to be good players right. and sophomores, and we have we have three seniors that have done a good job, but our our ceiling is but could be better because we do have some young so guys that have played players, for us. Yeah. Well, hopefully this will be. I mean, we've gone up there in football and we're told that we didn't have a chance that they had some hot shot quarterback and everything, and we're going there and stomp a mud hole in them. But, uh, and the same thing can happen in, in basketball. We've seen it. And and you really wouldn't call this an upset. I, 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 I would. I mean. You know, these are two evenly matched teams when it comes down to it. And it's just, can this team travel and carry their – skills with them and every you know everybody says home team advantage home yeah it does it's the sight lines and everybody doesn't understand it but then you watch the movie Hoosiers and the guy goes in there and drops a tape says look guys the basket's 10 foot just like in our gym yeah you know yeah. it's it's all the same you gotta make shots yeah you gotta make shots yeah. and then you know I think what's very important is the officiating when it gets to the second round, round that you yeah. have to you have to have solid officials and uh you can't go in where you're playing eight against five. Yeah. And hopefully that that'll be that that's to me very important. I didn't bring that up by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's what oh, I was going to say. Because I'm telling you, I, I think the officiating coach this year in, I don't even call it NBA even basketball anymore, but college has been awful. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, we've all officiated basketball games. I mean, it's very difficult, but when you got, you know, three and four guys out there and you're working as a group together like a team's working as a group to play, you got to get called right. Yeah. You got to get together and get called. And even in college, they're not. It's like I'm the head official. Boom, that's what it's going to be. I mean, so I just wonder if. It, it had been that way in the high school ranks this year also with a little bit, you know, down on the officiating. And uh, like I say, Coach Craig is not going to say nothing about that. Yeah. Well, the here's the thing with, with high school officials. I don't care whether it's baseball, football, whatever. We don't have a surplus of officials. Right. Okay, so that becomes a problem. The second thing with high school basketball, you're graded on – taking a test you're not graded on the feel of the game different things like that so you can be an older gentleman and do well on the test but have struggle when you actually go out there and and do it and then you don't have young guys coming in because they don't pay a lot right um it's it's a it's a tough situation and then the other thing is really i concern me is is are they getting evaluated at the college level, the league like those guys are getting evaluated. Trust me, those guys that are in the ACC, the head of officials, who uh, who I know, Mr. Kersey, they're being evaluated every night, and um, so it, it's a look. The high school, you just don't know what you're going to get, and again, you don't know how your players going to play. So, but the great thing about it is, if you look down at the other end, I found out. 
He don't know how his guys are going to play, and he's got the same problems we have. <laughs> Actually, last night at Aiken, they had a player quit at halftime. Oh. Like, literally took his jersey off and quit. Wow. Mm. Unbelievable. And was going to sit in the stands, and uh, fortunately, the athletic director at the school did not let that happen. So... Um, there's a lot of a lot of things that the high school coach can't control, right? Yeah, but well, and officiating's one of them. Well, and, and here and, and back to your point though, and and this was uh, I forgot the the guy that just got fined with his comments about officiating, and it's you know the coach can be held responsible, and, and there. Things that are going to happen to him if he acts a certain way. If he yeah. to. players are the same way, you know. Administrators to a point can be held. Officials, there's no, you know, there's no rest, nothing that they do to them. I mean, yeah. but it's because of what you say. They don't have a surplus of them. You can only hope that the group that you get at your game will get together. And try to call the game as a team, like you're coaching the team that they will work together as a team. You don't want to see makeup calls. You know, okay, I know I missed that one. I'll get it back next time down. You don't want to see that. Now, right. if the foul happens, you've got to call it. But more importantly, <laughs> I think is the officials have to control the emotions of the players on the court. Don't let the game get out from under them. Yeah. And you see that happen so quick in basketball. And we all know it. Every one of those guys <laughs> are out there talking. They're talking to each other. If they that's get part down, of the problem. That's, that's part. <laughs> but that goes back to the coaches, too. And, and we're like we were discussing earlier with, with some of the antics that some of these players are putting out there on the court now. And the coaches are letting them do it. I yeah. mean, yeah, and yeah. it shouldn't happen. And that's just going to cause and, – and that game, the South Carolina game, and I feel like that's why we ended up with so many and ones and uh, – what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, part of their problem was South Carolina got down so, so quickly. Quick. Yeah. And to me, because I feel I have – Knowledge of official. Those games are hard to call. I've always said a game that gets out of control is so much harder to call. And my thing is, hey, it's just like an umpire when he's throw or when they're throwing strike. Like, where's where's the the strikes? And let's be consistent. Yeah. If you're not going to call any fouls, that's fine. Because mm-hmm. I always tell players, hey, you have to adapt to that guy yeah. or the way they're calling. The problem with the high school level is you got three guys calling and they're not Different calling ways. to, hey, like, <clears throat> hey, let's get together, let's call it tight. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, let's, because you start calling it tight when people start talking. Yeah. And, and again, it's the flow of the game. Yeah. It, and then you never know what they're going to tell you when you ask them a question. Yeah. 
All right. Um, we do have a couple teams that did not advance. Uh, both the boys and the girls at Emerald High School didn't advance. Powdersville beat the Lady uh, Vikings 58-35. to And the guys lost to Wren 88-57. to They just kind of ran into a buzzsaw. So. Yeah. Wren, Wren will Wren's be – really good. Wren is really good. Um, they got a tough game this week. They play Seneca. That's one and two. Um, who? So that's you know. But we've had some local guys that did well. Well, I, I do want to commend Dixie because mm-hmm. they advanced and McCormick advanced, mm-hmm. uh, and then obviously Abbeville advanced. So we do have some guys in the uh, and gr- uh, girls in the Lakelands area that. Did a band going that way, and McCormick guys had a heck of a well, ball I, game. I, I that knew that was, was going to be close. Yeah, that was. I mean, your first round draw, and that's your first round draw. That's. I mean, it's got to get easier in the second round for you. Well, they've got. I think North, mm-hmm. who put up a lot of points. It was interesting if you look at that uh, McCormick score. It was like what thirty-seven to thirty-five. That's mm-hmm. not a lot of points from McCormick because they no. they're usually getting up and down. So. It'll be interesting with that North game, and I reckon that game is at McCormick. Right. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, I can double check. And I think Dixie has to go on the road. One of them's got to go to Denmark, Ola, and the other one plays North. I can't. I was thinking McCormick had Denmark, but I, I mean, could McCormick's be wrong. a one seed, so I was thinking that they were going to be at home the whole time. Yeah, they but, would. Um, they should be. Yeah. Um, Dixie's going to North. Right. Okay. Both and, of the yeah. Dixie's a Denmark, two. North is a one. Yeah, and Denmark's coming to McCormick. Right. Yeah. Right. That'll be a good game. If you go into that, you better get there early. That thing will be. <laughs> that's a little band box. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and you know. And you know. Their It'll fan be, base is going to hey, show out. And the food They're will be good. Be there. I promise you that. <laughs> 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 you guys talking about food at the American Legion games. So North has got, uh, what, they just bring a restaurant in or something? Is that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I went to Keenan one time. They were frying fish in the library. <laughs> it was pretty good fish. <laughs> Goodness gracious. That's a mm. – that's funny. We've been in a lot of places, but I don't think we've ever been in a stadium where they were flying fish. Yeah, we've, yeah. Now, we've had like uh, French fries with vinegar and everything else, but uh, I don't think I've ever seen anybody frying fish. I do know because I have a friend of mine uh, that's with McCormick. He cooked fish for homecoming. This past year, so they were out in the end zone, on the other side of the end zone, cooking fish for for the homecoming. So, I got one more award to talk about. Uh, Ninety six, they did get defeated. Uh, um, the girls did last night, but uh, Jan Squire has been selected to the two A All Star team. So she wow. is. She yeah. is. Uh, yeah, congrats to her. That's huge. Softball player as well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh oh, Ty's out here. He's recruiting these all-star basketball <laughs> But he can players. recruit. He yeah, can he recruit. Can. He can do it legally too. Good <laughs> gracious. Okay. Wait for to pull his little notepad out. No, on no wonder he's getting all these athletic director awards. <laughs> he's out there recruiting all these players. Who <laughs> did ninety six play last night, girls? The girls ended up playing um, Louisville, Blacksburg. Oh, Blacksburg. Close game. Blacksburg. Uh, I can check on it and tell you. I don't think it was. Okay. Was that at Blacksburg? It was at Blacksburg, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Let's see if I can find it in here. This is the girls, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm hold on. I'm <laughs> wrong bracket. <laughs> I was in the one. I gotta go to the two A. Um, yes, yeah, no, it wasn't a close game. Sixty-eight, thirty-eight. So, but. Blacksburg now has got Silver Bluff, and then the winner of that one will get either Great Collegiate or Mid-Carolina. So so important to finish one or two in your region. <clears throat> it, I mean, if you go back and look at all the brackets, there's very few three and fours. That are moving on. And, and, and you look at our league with Greenville and Westside. Okay, they were one and two. We were three. All right, so Greenville, who's one, will play Greer. At Greenville, and West Side's got to play Riverside at. So it's just so important if you can finish one and two, you get a home game, and possibly another game. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, is what it is. I mean, but you're right about that. We talked about it last year, uh, and it, because we didn't do what we were supposed to do, and we we did it with that what three four seeds. So, now you're right. That is important to do it. That's why I'm so impressed with what they did this year. Uh, going to your brackets, you only lost four out of what a hundred and some. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it gets it gets a little harder now. But, but you know, d- don't bet against the the Lakelands teams. I think you learned that lesson. Yeah, I did. I don't <laughs> want to talk about that because <laughs> somebody will get upset about that. But uh, interesting to see if I'll vote against them again this week. I don't know. <laughs> but the guy, the people that crossed me up was uh, Clinton because the force. Which is crazy because the four-seed Southside went and beat them. But if you go back and look at the record, Southside had beat them in the year. And I didn't even look at that. I just said, uh, Clinton, they're, they're one-seed. Yeah. They're playing a four-seed. And um, that that was a huge, biggest, biggest problem I had. You know, the 5A, I, went, I didn't lose one. You, you can kind of now. This, tomorrow night, the next night, It'll be a little different because you know you're one in two seats. Right. Yeah, so be a little tighter. Yeah. All right. Well, we're anxious to see Monday. What? Huh? <laughs> He's gonna come back here Monday and talk Monday. about. If I don't it. come Monday, you know I had a bad weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the norm. Yeah. Good deal. Be Appreciate like y'all. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Coach. Steve Roberts joining us here. Coach uh, is. Excuse me. <laughs> On the Lakeland Sports, guys. Always a pleasure to have the coaches in any time they come. But we are at Howard's on Main in Uptown Greenwood. Howard Corley and his staff do a fantastic job of feeding everybody throughout the week. And if you've got an event or something that's coming up, you need to give Howard a call. And you can always check out their Facebook page as well. Find out the daily specials as well as what's going on in the music scene, Chris. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, you turned me on to that. I'm telling you, man, anything you need is on our webpage. And it's good. I mean, that's like, you know, somebody said, well, what's it cost? Go to the website, it tells you. I mean, because prices change around here, but I mean, then just got the price of whatever the special is, and come on in, tell you who's playing. You don't like the band? Go across the street. I mean, it's that simple. But uh, yeah, that that web page they're doing a good job with, and I think that's Caroline and Rowan and a couple other ones. All right, so come on out, Howard's on Main. You got the daily specials going on, live entertainment uh, right here on Main Street. Of course, you can catch uh, the Lakeland Sports guys here on Monday and Thursday afternoons around two thirty. If you'd like to come and join us as well. Well, let's turn our what's that? Go ahead. Let's turn our attention to uh, local colleges here. Let's go over to Lander as uh, two number ones went at it up in North Georgia, and I should have stayed for this ball game. This was a 
doozy of a ball game. 82-80, the win as number 15 Lander beat the number 10 uh, North Georgia team uh, as well. But it was uh, Jacob Cooper who basically nailed it with a three-pointer there at the end. He is playing Six seconds so left, so and he right just now. played really well. He is playing so good right now. So, We're looking at team player, too. Yep. So that puts the Bearcats in first place as of right now in the Peach Belt Conference, which is huge. Like you like Coach said, that's what you want to do to, to base yourself for tournament play. And how many games we got left? Six. Three and three. Three at home. They got dusted home. That'll be a big game. Oh. All right, so Aiken and Augusta, it's <laughs> two biggest rivals that you could possibly yeah. have right there. Yeah, that, that's not a fun fan base. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> Those guys make me mad in Augusta. Uh, but, yeah, they played to a 40-40 tie at halftime and then uh, just a two-point win at the end of it. And they've been in some close games before. I found that Coach Omar is, is I think, convinced the team that they know how to win now. I mean, you go back to when he started, and he was still teaching that. Yeah. Well, you remember whenever you interviewed him over at the radio station, it was like we always hoping we had some old Jabulu left because Omar was the kind of guy, oh, I'm coming, coach. I'm coming, coach. I'll take that file for you. And like I said, he's got his players to buy into a system, kind of like Ty's been talking about, buying into, you know, post-20, you know, baseball and softball. And, I mean, that's what it takes. And this, this guy's team's really turned on around the past couple of years. Really this year, though. Yeah, by the way, Aiken and Augusta are third and fourth now in in, in the Peach Belt. So, <laughs> you're taking on top five teams in Peach Belt. We end up winning that. That's yep. awesome. That's good. I like that. Got the tiebreaker to go with it. Fantastic. Yeah. And then on the ladies' side, um, they didn't fare quite as well. They ended up uh, suffering a loss. The ladies did uh, 65 to 62 up at North uh, Georgia. Um, you know, it really, when you look at it, it was the, the, uh, the second quarter that got the better of them. I mean, this just couldn't find, I mean, the basket just, you just couldn't find the hole. Well, like I said, they played, this was a pretty good team they played, so. You kind of expect these things to happen, Tom Carroll, especially on the road. <laughs> yeah, but Johnson Kelly, she, she had a fantastic night. 22 points overall. Um, you know, she had seven rebounds to go along with it. That's huge for her. 22-7, yeah. I, mean, that's that's, that, I think that's probably her record for the year. Yeah, that's a big night. So, a big yes. night overall. Um, and then when you look at the uh, uh, lacrosse team, um, you know, we haven't talked a lot of lacrosse because basketball's been going on, but lacrosse slowly has gotten underway. 22-7, to 7, they ended up a big win over the Lions of Emmanuel. That's, I'm telling you, that team is that good. And I tell you, I don't know if you have a score from them or not, but uh, the Lander Rugby played at Clemson Saturday. Clemson Rugby, Lander um, went up there and played them. So I didn't, And they have a tournament this weekend here in Greenwood for Lander Rugby. So if you're looking for something to do, Go support that rugby team. <laughs> you will be surprised. You'll learn the rules fast. <laughs> or you'll get killed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you've got eligibility left, don't you? I don't know. I may, man. We may have to get you involved more in the rugby side of everything. I'd rather have the stick with lacrosse, though. I'd rather have that stick. <laughs> You'd yeah. rather get whacked with a stick than you would. I'm doing the whack. <laughs> you doing the whack. <laughs> 
Um, Softball-wise, Erskine comes up uh, and takes on a, a Georgia College team. Um, and as a matter of fact, this one, you know, four to three, they end up losing a heartbreaker in this one. Ooh. But, you know, we haven't talked – we've talked mostly about Lander's softball team and the success that they've had. Erskine's got some pretty good players out there as well. Um, when you when you look at it, you got Haley Patterson um, – who's a big uh, infield person, and you got uh, Kaylee Engel, who took matters into her own hands, had a clutch play at, you know, tying at the home run, or tying the game with a home run. So You know why we don't talk about it? Because they played Lander first. <laughs> so that, that's the reason we haven't talked much about them, because Lander was just a little bit better in the series. Yep. And then uh, game number two, uh, Georgia College won 10-2. Uh, that game ended up going five innings. Uh, Kade Chandler in her third and fourth, fifth inning uh, uh, just quite wide enough to get, you know, get over the hump in that one. So, but Still fun times, man. And that, the uh, track team is doing pretty good over there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> men's basketball team picked up a win. No way. Congrats to uh, no Coach Peeler. Yeah, the men's basketball team over at Erskine um, so ended up <laughs> so that's, beating Warren Wilson. So is that two or three now? 50. That's two that's, their fifth win, I oh, believe. Oh, five wins. So they're five and 18. Coach, but, never going to get retired. Warren, Warren Wilson is not a uh, Conference Carolina team, though, okay. so they're still 0-14 in conference play. He's never going to retire now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Corey Gaines, Max Peeler. Max Peeler, only a freshman, um, uh, ended up having 28 points carrying the team as a freshman right now. Unreal. So, yeah. So you get a chance to play, you know, get a chance to see them. It'd be a good time because they don't have too many games left. Um, doubtful. They're in they're in that southwest region of Conference Carolina with North Georgia yeah. and Newberry and all those groups. So they'll have their hands full. Hey, it's a better year than last year, man. <laughs> better year than last year. They're picking up wins, is what you like to say, right? Uh, yes. Any improvement. Win it's in, it's Any called win improvement. <laughs> Improvement. Uh, uh, should we talk about the Gamecocks and start there, and then yeah, we'll, we'll work on about right. it. <laughs> Not much to say about them. They got they got their britches handed to them. They but, uh, they, they went to Auburn, tied for second in the SEC as of right now, and they're still tied for second in the SEC. <laughs> still tied. even after the butt whoop, <laughs> forty points. Um, yep. And uh, 101 to 61. Of course, Chris made mention third time that Auburn's been in triple figures this year so far. And this was one where we had seen it previously in the year where they had come out a little bit slow. This time they did, but they could not overcome it whatsoever. Um, I contributed a lot to the length of Auburn, um, the quickness that was there. Uh, but you said it probably the best. They just put up shots and hit everything. Yeah, I mean they were just. I mean when you got the big guys, the big guys are right handed. And they're step, stepping out beyond three points, throwing up left handed prayers, and they're nothing but net. I mean there's nothing you can do about a team that that starts lighting it up from three like Auburn was doing last night. Even with hands in their face, they were knocking down threes. And uh, of course, then they played good defense and. Carolina could not rebound, could not hit layup. You know, I don't forgot what they were on their three throw attempts. I mean, it seemed like they had hit one and missed one. But, uh, you know, it, and this is a game that, you know, every team's going to have a game like this during the year where you just, everything just goes washed out. You know, this is just easy game to flush. You can just say, hey, we didn't play our, we didn't play our game. Flush it. We were at their place. We back at our place with LSU 
Saturday, let's go win another ball game. I like that, Stan. That's the way you do look at it. Um, I keep hearing all this stuff on the sidelines about, oh, well, Coach Parrish is thinking about Ohio. No, nah, don't give me that. This is a really good team they played. Um, it's an awful and loss. A, t- a tough environment to play in. It's and an awful loss, though, and I wonder. It ain't going to hurt us as far as stats this week. But what does the committee look at when they look at this game? I mean, it's not going to affect either team. But I'm just saying, you lose by 40 points. They're not. They're going to look at this as a quality loss. You've got four losses on the year, and every one of them have been to teams that were better than you, with the exception of Clemson. I like they that. They got beat. I mean, I'm no, look, I'll looking argue at, the other way. I'm no, point, looking at you? looking at the records is what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Okay, they're not. They're looking not, at the they, records. They, these guys aren't sitting there <laughs> watching every game. They're going to put that phone up and they're going to say, "All right, what is South Carolina? Oh, they 21 and four. Okay, they got beat by." Alabama, okay, who's number one and got like nine and two in the SEC. Okay, they got beat by Auburn and they were eight and three. Oh, they tied with South Carolina for second. Okay. You know, I mean, and you're going to have more. You're going to have another lot. I feel like we got six games left. The last two games are going to be. Florida and Tennessee. I look for us to get beat by Tennessee at home. I, I do. The rest of them, I think we can win. But you still got to go on the road in two of those, I think, or three of them. But right. uh, well, you Lamont, know. Lamont Paris probably uh, said it best. Here's his thoughts and comments uh, after the forty-point loss. They were really good. We weren't that good. That's what happens when you have that combination. So. Um, they played, they played some inspired, determined, intentional basketball um, in their energy, in their demeanor, uh, in their defensive effort. Um, and then they also played really well. I mean, they played really well, okay? They, they, they generated some good shots, sometimes on their own, sometimes for, for some errors that we made, but they went in. Those shots went in. Uh, and so it's, it was one of those days. And so it was going to look like that uh, when, when we played poorly and they played really well. They did. You got to give them a lot of credit um, just making shots. And guy goes one for three from the free throw line with an air ball and he makes four for five three-pointers. So, so that kind of day. So there you have Lamont Paris. It kind of says it all. That's why I love that dude, man. <laughs> And that's why I touched you. I said, board directors, whatever you got to do to give this guy an extension, give it to him. Because there are going to be teams coming calling, and this is a really good young basketball coach. And so let's keep. We want to keep him in Columbia for a while. Well, the uh, loss knocks USC out of the first place tie with Alabama. Of course, uh, the Gamecocks now are nine and three in the SEC. And um, who do they got Saturday, guys? LSU. 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 So, um, and that's at LSU? Or, no, there it's home. It's home. It's home. I was thinking it was at home. Silly. It's at home. All right. But that's what even Bruce Pearl has said it. Um, you look at the SEC this year, and you still got 11 teams that are vying for a championship. And, I, and you start looking at the arenas, and the arenas in the SEC have not gotten their due as far as being hard to play in. You know, you go to Bowling Thompson in Tennessee. 
you go to the arena at Auburn. I mean, they call it the jungle for a reason. I mean, they were acting like animals. And then, you know, you go to the hump. I mean, you go into Alabama. I mean, all the CLA and Columbia is getting that way there. You know, used to you'd go to a men's game in Carolina, and they might be 5,000 there. You know, you're going down there now, and it's 15,000. Like they're, starting we draw, went, yeah. they're starting to draw like the women have been drawing all the, all along. So um, it's it's getting tougher and tougher to win on the road in the SEC. Well said. Um, yeah, so we wish them the best of luck at LSU, uh, and that'll be Saturday night. Saturday at one. At one. Three. Three o'clock. Three. All right. Uh, well, we'll see if Stan ends up. Are you going? I don't Second? know. You don't know yet? All right. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> talk about I, I would go to the girls' game tonight, but I had something else I had to do this afternoon. I don't know what that was. We get to, hey, no, no, no. Don't blame it on us. We could have loaded the truck and took the podcast there. We, we, we would have. We to the CLA. Gone. We would have gone. Uh, All right. Uh, moving on to a team that, that did have a big win, and that yep. was Clemson. Uh, Miami Hurricanes coming into town, and I tell you what, at halftime it was uh, a one point game, thirty one thirty, and I, you know, I was sweating and pacing up. And well, <laughs> I, I was, I was and, flip. I was uh, like you. I was flipping back and forth, uh, and it would seem like I'd go watch Clemson Miami. Clemson's up by six eight. Okay, I go back watch Carolina for a while. I go back. Miami's up by four or six. Good Lord, you know, and go back. And it seemed to stay that way. Just, uh, and it, I guess it was just runs that each team yeah, was each, going And on. it was many runs. Nobody yeah, had a really big run, big run out, yeah, out of everything just, there. Um, but it was Chase Hunter's night. I mean, he ended up hitting, what, five or th- eight three-pointers to go along with it, a couple of free throws that were very important towards the end. And when you look at Clemson, they stayed out of foul trouble for the most of the time. I mean, I think they had a total of eight fouls for the whole game. I mean, it was that, that's not what we're used to seeing no, when uh, they end up playing really good basketball. We usually yeah. see, you know, three fouls on a couple players with P.J. having his fourth, mm. maybe fifth foul late in the game <coughs> uh, to go along with it. And it just seems to motivate them in that regard. But, you know, Shefflin, I think, played a major part in this. He was the workhorse down underneath and was able to punch the ball out and create, you know, some, some easy baskets for Clemson. And, and he's been doing that during this win streak that they've been on. He's been like the leading rebounder. I mean, he he might not score a lot of points. Got eleven last night. But he knows. he's doing he's doing a lot of the dirty work, or what coaches call it. He's cleaning up the glass. He's facilitating other guys. You know, uh, he's kind of been the unsung hero. Now, Girardi at guard. Of course, we know what he did when he went up to Syracuse and went back home. He lit the scoreboard up. So we know he can do it. It's just a matter of him doing it on a consistent basis. This was a good Miami team. This, well, this was not a slack team by no means at Clemson. Uh, now they were here again. This is you're on the road. You're at home, and Miami's coming into your house. And this, it's getting more. The games are getting fewer and fewer. So every game you have at home, you need to win. And. Um, well, and Clemson hit baskets, which is something they haven't done late in games. You know, yeah. They were able to, you know, to find the hoop. Well, they didn't have that all of a sudden go from a 100 basketball IQ to a zero basketball IQ in the last <laughs> three minutes of a ball game. 
you know, like, why are you doing that? I mean, I know it's causing Brownell to pull his hair out, but uh, they've been able to eliminate some of that late in the ball games. And uh, is it Brownell teaching them this is how we win ball games? Are they listening to him now and saying, okay, this is what we have to do if we want to win this ball game? Because that stretch of three or four losses at the head, the but last couple were, of minutes of the ball game, they just looked like they were lost. Chase Hunter, third straight player of the game. Chase Hunter, third straight. And I, and I, that's from a guy that you've been waiting to come out and All do right. his thing. So he he's actually trying to take things over. Now, where do they stand in the ACC in the standings now? Um, Are they still kind of middle of the pack? 17 and 7. They're in the top third. I've told well, you, Stan Lenardi said well, this is a lock team already. They're well, in the I'm tournament. I'm not saying they're not going to get in. I'm, I'm looking at are they going to be one of those teams that gets that first day by in the ACC tournament? No, they won't they get can, a first day by. I yeah. mean, there's only, what, Even, the first four teams, three yeah. teams? Yeah, I thought it was the first four yeah, teams. Yeah, but they, got, they won't be one of they them. They got, what, six more games if they win, and all of them are going to be league games. If you win those six games, you're beating somebody. You know, and hopefully a couple of them might be ahead of you, or even the ones that are ahead of you may get may be beating up on each other. You might could squeeze your way into that number four seed. This is actually a pretty good schedule, Tom. It's uh, North Carolina State at Georgia Tech, who is a dangerous this team. team. Uh, on that's at on the road yep. too. You got Florida State back at at Little John, and you got a. Pittsburgh's turned it on since first of the year, yeah, too. Yeah. And that, but that game's back at, at a little John. Little John. So and then you home. go to Notre Dame. So. That's it? Well, no, you still got uh, Syracuse at home and then Wake on the road. But yeah, yeah. Wake's going to be an important one because Wake right now is that fourth team um, yeah. is in the standings. And you got Virginia at third. <laughs> well, you've got Duke to win your games North at home. Carolina's number one. You've got so. to win those games at home. You win those games at home and then, um, you know, you – you're not playing for the number one seed. You're playing to get the number four. Anything above number four, thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, they're number <laughs> you know, five right now. So. Yeah, so you haven't got that far to go. Yeah, exactly. Poor Tiger, man. That's when I started last I, I have I don't no know if that would be easier <laughs> on the heart or not, though. We got to kind of watch Tom. We're going <laughs> to play chess. <laughs> <laughs> Cardiac <laughs> Tigers, cardiac cats. Yep. Okay. Okay. Coach Roberts, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but Clemson's fifth right now. That game with Wake Forest is going to be very important. That loss to Virginia hurt. Um, Virginia now is number three. Then you got Duke number one or number two in North Carolina number one. So. And North Carolina's not playing good right North now. North Carolina's no. struggling right they now. They are struggling. They, uh, yeah, kind of like lost two in a row. struggling. After Baycott said he was player of the year, I don't. Nobody's having trouble controlling him. <laughs> Gotta watch what you say out there. Yeah, karma comes back to hit you in that regard. All right. Um, wanted to play uh, uh, Coach Brownell. Here's what he had to say after a big win at home against Miami. Obviously, really fun second half. Uh, last ten minutes, just uh, played unbelievable level. Uh, really happy for Chase. He's been working. He's been shooting the ball extra for, you know months really and just for whatever reason hasn't been able to to maybe be as fortunate and tonight the good fortune followed him all his hard work paid off and um certainly his shot making late was huge um I thought we just kind of hung in there really proud of our team you know the game was thought we were playing pretty well 
was kind of one of those back and forth games early, and we had that little seven point lead, and then we had a really bad stretch the last five minutes, um, and I thought we took some quick shots, and and obviously halftime was was a even or they're up one or whatever it was, and uh, you know second half back and forth, and they they had that six point lead, and we had a little gut check time, but. Uh, Thought we made a couple adjustments, helped our guys, and then they just made big plays down the stretch. And uh, fortunate to get a win. I give a lot of credit to our crowd. and want to thank them for their juice and energy tonight. We needed it. Uh, that's that's the kind of help that you need. You know, they called two timeouts because the crowd was roaring as we made a couple shots and um, trying to get it to settle back down. So, uh, again, thank our students and the, the fans that came to the game tonight. I think they made a big difference. How refreshing was it that it was yeah, they did a. They were packing it in, making it hard. Um, and we talked about that early in the in the first half. That you know we're going to have to see some other things, uh, and other guys are going to have to be shot ready. And we kind of knew that might happen. Um, so yeah, that you know certainly there were shots available, and and you know Chase was really rolling. Ian made a huge three, I think, at the top of the key. Um, I thought our post did a better job in the second half. I thought we got. Post got a little stagnant in the first half, um, and we got them moving a little better, and, and uh, that helped us. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was terrific. So there you have Brad Brunel, uh, his comments after the ball game against Miami, and um, he probably said it best. It was back and forth at the beginning, uh, two real good teams holding it out, but it was the defense that stepped up in the second holding half. Holding your own, so. man. B-Red, you back with Brownell? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> They're fifth in the ACC right now. One game behind that fourth spot. They chasing. <laughs> they chasing. That man used to travel with Brownell, went to North Carolina, everywhere, man. Here you go, Chris. What you got? You know what's happening Saturday at 10 a.m.? The Garnet and Black scrimmage for the women's beach volleyball. Got to go. I've been trying to get that remote spot, and that guy will not let me have the ladies' beach volleyball in Columbia. I don't know what it is about him, but see, I'm single. I, I, he, he ain't supposed to go, but I'm going. <laughs> I'm covering this this year. All right. Well, while Chris is doing that, NC State's going to be taking on Clemson um, uh, up there at Little John. Yeah, Little John, and that's should be one you can get. Saturday night, seven forty-five. They should be able to win this game. Yep. Should be a win here. Um, also, want to make mention, uh, and we didn't talk much about it, but Sean Elliott. Our, uh, Going to USC, going to be yep. the tight ends coach. He's also going to be the uh, game run coordinator uh, in the process of all that. He takes uh, uh, Justin Stepp's place, who, what, went to Illinois? Went to Illinois. Illinois. Was, I, remember. Coach, yeah. I love Justin Stepp, too. The young, enthusiasm kid. I do like the fact, as you've alluded to, I see this more as a tight end coach and a run game coordinator. I see a guy with a lot of offensive line yep. experience. Mm-hmm. Well, that was what Georgia Southern – or not Georgia Southern, but Georgia State Georgia ran. State, yeah. yeah. That's – that's. I mean, that's they what run he, the ball. That's I, why <laughs> our man went to, to Coastal. We kept wondering, you know, <laughs> why he held off firing Lonnie Beasley, the offensive line coach. Maybe we know now. Maybe Lonnie Beasley and, and Sean Elliott going to get together and have Straight a few words of prayer and they're going to yep. get it going. Yep. So, mm-hmm. if you don't – as a tight end coach, it don't matter. As a running, running game coordinator, it doesn't matter if you don't but, have a line. But you've got to be excited about the t- the players that he's got at USC right now that he's got coming in. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, that he has there already, particularly uh, with the speedster. Well, and so, the thing about it, 
the, Harbor. The fan base loves him. He loves the Columbia area. You know, he's from Camden, but he's was with Carolina through the Spurrier years and into the Muschamp years before he took the Georgia State job. <clears throat> Still owns a house in Columbia. Been, you know, son be at AC Florida this year as a just coming fall as a junior. So he's coming back home. He's coming back. He home. should never let home. And he will make a difference. And <laughs> yeah. he, he will make a difference. And you talk about the enthusiasm. He'll bring the enthusiasm. Oh, no I'll doubt. I guarantee you. And he. Well, they need yeah. a get back coach. That's yeah. the question. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll have to have two get back coaches this year. I might apply for one. What do they pay? Does get back coach get 600000 like these other guys? I'll take that job every day. Let me, you want to practice? I'll hold your belt. You try to get away from me. Let's see if I can get a tryout here. Chris can video it and we'll send it to Shane. Well, I got him in something. What you, you want? Go. I got the camera ear here. In there. <laughs> Yeah, we have it ready. I mean, we can do it up here. You can pull Clyde around if you want. But there you go. It's, it's a big hire, and I think we use him in every every way feasible. Like I said, we did this guy wrong. Well, I don't think we did him wrong. He should have been he, the head coach. He should have been, but uh, the, team kinda, the team gave up on the season, and there wasn't nothing he could do to get that team back. And we got it my, wasn't his fault. We got my boy after and, that. And then he, he did go. Will. We did see what he can do as a head coach. He went. He goes to he Georgia was State. At Georgia State. He's there really for was. seven years. Goes to five bowl games. Wins four of them. <laughs> but I think you know, in this day and time, and this is not the only head coach we've seen leave the school that he was the head coach at to go take a position or a coordinator's job. And I think he's reading the writing on the wall that I'm down here at Georgia State. I'm putting a good product on the field, but. These other Power 5 schools are coming in raiding my players every year. I don't know who I'm going to have from one year to the next. I'm, in, I'm right across town from Georgia Tech, so i got to compete with them. Oh, and it just so happens that other little team up the road in Athens, you know, i got <laughs> to compete the with nation, them. By the way. <laughs> I've got to compete with them not only in athletes but in NIL money and collecting money and everything else. So, I'm just tired of dealing with it. I'll let some other young buck have it, and I'll go down here and make my 600000 a year and live in my house and watch my son. Average size on his line, 6'5", 327. Now, does he have any eligibility to come back to well, Carolina? Now, <laughs> and, and here's the key to that, though, since he left. Yeah, they can so go. Today he left. They've got his team at Georgia State. Every player on that team has 30 days to enter the transfer portal. Or just jump so, on if those guys, if his offensive line want to come with him, <laughs> if Shane can make room for him, they can come. I'd like to have some of that size. And that, and that's for 30 Online. days. That's I, Coastal I mean, that, Carolina size, right? That's to, the, that's to the middle of March. I mean, this this thing could – we might see something pop with a couple. We, yeah, we probably see a couple guys yeah. that would imagine yeah. come over. But I, I do, too. That other receiver's pretty good that's on that team. So. Well, they lost a running back. He, he, yeah. Finished out his. And I think I think Granger was a senior too at quarterback. So. Yeah. So. Good right. hire though. Yeah. Don't get off here yet. I got something to talk about. Ann Butler. I mean, uh, no. Amanda Butler. Amanda Butler. We got a game tonight. Clemson, Georgia Tech. Be there. Be square. This is the one that gets them back. They'll win. Even. They'll win this game. Carolina. Win this game. And Carolina women's go go to Rocky Top tonight. Yeah. To play Tennessee. 
And that's too big. It's too big a game. Big game. I yeah. think it'll still be a thirty-point game, but I mean, it could be it could be more than we want. Well, we get Cordoza back tonight, even though we won last two games without her. So, Chloe, make your shots. I love <laughs> you, but make your shots. She did last <laughs> couple of games. She played well. Uh, does yeah. Does Don now have to start playing her top five in order to get ready for the SEC and no, the NCAA? She ain't got a top I mean, five. She's got a top ten. <laughs> I mean, she's well, got to let everybody play. We know that, but at play. some point, you've got you've, you've got to solidify your top. No, I mean, I like the way it's they, going. They Keep doing what you're well, doing. Though. They play well. How would you like Keep to be a coach it. and have to try to figure out how am I going to stop? That's per tie. This one. I mean, seriously, I, I, if, if you I had the Gamecock ladies, man, or if you had a softball team in that aspect, what would you do, man? You'd play everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to play everybody at some point. You've got to play, and, and they play together. They do. I mean, it's not like there's a difference between the starting five and when she starts subbing. You still – it's still the starting five. Well, he still doesn't want to start. She yeah, wants to come I mean, off the bench. You know, <laughs> yeah. for a while he don't want to start. See, I like my, my yeah. bench place. Yeah, you know. It's a good problem to have, Tom, but yeah. it's, not, it's not a drop off at all. That's yeah. what, that's what, there you that's, go. That's yeah. the point, yeah. And that's, you know, and uh, we've seen them play. I mean, first game of the year, I mean, they opened up against a ranked Notre Dame team. Of course, they were in Paris, France. Blow them out by 30. Come back home. You got to go to a Maryland team. Blow them out. And, I mean, they played more top 25 teams than any school around. I understand that. I understand getting to know all 10 of those players but, in, the, yeah. in, the, in the first and second string yeah. and, and, and being able to play together. But at some point, you've got to play your, your, your five so that they can get better acquainted. You might have a point. Right? Well, well <laughs> but do I think the bi- biggest difference last year and this year with that team is they actually got somebody that can guard Caitlin Carlock, and they can That's hit a three, true. too. That's true. Yeah. You know, well, they probably two, have two players that can guard And, two, I think Raven Johnson, you know, <laughs> I mean, her assists are through the roof. I mean, she almost set the single-game record with, like, 18 in one game. So, I mean, that's – and everybody on the team has assists every game. They know their I mean, role. Cordoza will have three or four every game on top of the five or six blocks and the umpteen rebounds and the umpteen points. But then, you know, you pull her out of the game and you put uh, Watkins in and she's slapping balls into the third row and having an assist. And, oh, she might even dunk the ball if you're not. If <laughs> no, you give don't her give her the lane. I'm telling yeah, you. Don't give it to her because she'll stick lane. it in the hole. So, I think I mean, the biggest compliment for this team was Paige Beaker's. The other day, when yeah. she said, "You know, we play a lot of big time teams." Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. This is the best team that, that she says she's probably ever played in the three years she's played at Connecticut because they play everybody like Carolina does now. Yeah. But that, that's a big compliment there. But like I said, this is a pretty good team at Tennessee. They're fifteen and eight, and uh, so we we got to take care of business. We don't go over yeah. and play flat and like we did last to, night. You not you don't have them at home. You got to go to Rocky Top. So. Thompson Bowling, whatever it is, with and they'll, Pat they'll, Summit Stadium, Summit. and they'll have they'll have eight ten thousand people in that stadium. Oh yeah, easy, easy, easy. You know, so all right. Amanda Butler lost last time she played Georgia Tech by eight. Yeah. This time around, they're coming back. They're playing at Little John. Um, yeah, so she could po- they could po- they could possibly, they could possibly win this. Get this is just something me and him having one back and forth. 
I don't think Amanda Butler, I think she doesn't needs have anything to do with Coach Pedersen, does it? <laughs> yes. It actually does. Well, on the day they hired the girl, they, yeah, they should have hired Pedersen yeah. instead. But uh, now we may be a little biased, but uh, I see, I see. you look okay. at what she did at Florida, and she's done nothing to improve that at Clemson. Yeah. So. I see Coach Pedersen's son on the sidelines of the men's team, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sort of a manager-type position, yeah. I guess he got one. Because right. he's a student up there, yeah. 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 So he keeps it up. But, uh, yeah. I'll, Big win I'll, for Amanda tonight. I'll, Big win. It'll be a little win. <laughs> <laughs> Big win for Amanda. Still won't bring hey, her to 500. but it's, We're closing in. It's a power in. five win, though, Chris. It's going to be a quad, boo. I want yeah. that quad. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a running joke, Ty. We really have had a lot of fun with this. So. <laughs> but we still want Patterson as We do, yeah. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I would too. All right. So we got good basketball is being played uh, with Lander Erskine right now. All the high schools that are still involved, uh, of course, Friday and Saturday. Uh, playoffs will continue. And then uh, the ladies, Tigers, and the Gamecocks will play tonight, tomorrow night. Atlanta baseball six and two right now, by the way. Yeah. And Carolina baseball starts up tomorrow night with Miami of Ohio. Three game series this weekend. Yeah, and Clemson starts tomorrow with their baseball. All the all the it's all it's kicking off. Yeah. Boy, we're going to be busy this weekend. <laughs> Chris, you need to get on the phone with Willie right now and have him pick you up early Saturday morning. So y'all can go down there and watch the volleyball scrimmage and then go over there and watch the baseball game. Sounds good to me. <laughs> and the men's basketball, too. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. See, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Make a whole weekend out of it. He'll love it. He'll Silly, love it. You man. can go down and, and eat at the uh, – what's that pizza place? Oh, Village Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll follow along. We hope that you'll follow along with us as well. We want to thank Ty Vines, the athletic director for American Legion Post-20 Baseball, for joining us. Also, uh, Steve Roberts coming in and talking a little ba- basketball as well. We, you know – Last two days have been a lot of fun with him here and trying to, to you know, I, I wish I would have been there when he made his brackets out. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, the knowledge he's got, the, the accessibility to all the games that he's got. And what we still, we still need to question it, though, because, you know, those games happened a couple of days ago and he's coming in here with them today. We didn't see him before the game. <laughs> and he didn't pull a willy, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Of that. He said we probably won't see him on Monday either, so we'll see. He must not be too enthused. That's the coach, Dan Spivey. Chris Cox next to me. I'm Tom Carroll. Thanks for joining us. We are the Lakewood Sports Guys.